Yo, what is going on? And welcome to Can We Talk About This with Murphy Wells. I am, of course, him. And I'm coming at you guys with two episodes this week, which feels really, really good to say because, quite honestly, something that I've been going through with the podcast, which I, I told you guys uh, in a couple episodes ago, essentially the Where I've Been episode, is that something that really bothers me about doing this is that the studio quality of some podcasts is just ridiculous. And I'm not that well versed in audio engineering. And so I often leave myself wanting in terms of what I want this to sound like, but more importantly, the product that I will deliver to you is, is, is of a certain quality I, I want it to be. And hopefully with today's episode, I, I take a really big leap in bringing you that kind of quality. And uh, also, as opposed to, you know, my conventional way of doing things, uh, this podcast I recorded in the morning as opposed to at night. Usually I record after I get off work, uh, but today I'm coming at you before I go to work. So without further ado, you know, if this is your first time listening, this is a podcast I started a few months ago to talk about current events, personal development, uh, struggles in life, trying to connect to people, be both relatable and credible and a bunch of different things. And in today's episode, I want to touch on something that I unveiled to you guys uh, earlier in the week, and that is that I've started my own business. Yes, I have taken the step into entrepreneurship, and I think it's going to be one of multiple steps I take, multiple projects I take on. And really with starting these projects right now in life, don't get me wrong, I have a full-time job and I'm very, very, very fulfilled by it, but I find myself wanting to do more. And working alongside such great entrepreneurs, it's something where a lot of what they've taught us is not just rubbed off on me, but it has become one of those concepts that I've just been dying to really get into. And in a legitimate way, for, for those of you who, again, this is your first time listening, um, when I was a youth, basically between the ages of 20, well, 18 to 23, I was an illegitimate businessman. I was, you know, involved with a lot of uh, hustling and a lot of street deals and things like that. That's just the, the soft way of saying I was drug dealer. And, you know, I, I'm very open about that because it is indefinitely a part of my past. It is not a part of my current purview. And I think I have a lot of really great things to share from those days so that no one ever feels compelled to go through that to learn those same lessons. But with, with starting this business and hopefully some of the other projects that I will touch on today, I really wanted to get into the heart of what I'm doing, but more importantly, why. So let's talk about starting my first business legitimately. So if you guys follow me on Instagram at all, uh, you will notice that the way I have created content in the last year has really, really changed. And about a year ago, I was really on the trend of just doing voiceovers and making really funny and entertaining content. And to be completely honest, it yielded me great results because of the three ways that you can offer value to people. You can teach people stuff, you can inspire, or you can impact them, or you can entertain them. You can make them laugh or smile. I have a natural proclivity to being the class clown. As a kid, I was raised on South Park and Family Guy and The Simpsons and, you know, all those adult cartoon shows that really I shouldn't have been watching at that age. Um, and since I didn't really have a whole lot of friends or a lot of social circles, I was often left to entertaining myself. So I became really, really good at doing like impressions and, uh, being cartoony. And when I was making this kind of content, it largely boiled over to where I would just seemed like I was in my element, which I largely was. And as I got older, not as I got older, as I progressed through seeing a lot of success through this, 
Instagram changes its algorithm because it wants to be the next TikTok, and then people are tired of it being the next TikTok, and we want more picture visibility. Okay. And some of us like making short-form video content and don't want to do it on TikTok. Guess what? We can both exist. But what I did notice is that my 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 engagement on doing that kind of content, it, it stayed relatively high, but more importantly, I just wasn't being fulfilled by doing it anymore. And I had taken note that, especially in the inspiration and education side of value, that short-form video content that was very practical, that was actually really well-produced, and that had people using cameras, DSLR cameras, mirrorless cameras mostly, I saw the rise of like the, the, the young filmmaker. And it really captivated me because I always looked at like iPhone content, and I was like, yeah, it's good for what it is, but I can tell it's shot on an iPhone. But when you see something that's like, you know, maybe a minute long and the person has taken such great attention to detail to not just make it short form video content, but more so to make it a piece of content that really hits you in terms of quality is that's what I really wanted to do. And I'm fortunate enough to work with some of the best photographers and videographers in the world. I mean, my man, Dave Mullis, you have taken me aside and taught me so much just by answering my questions. Uh, Alex Lubers, otherwise known as Morgan Walmart. Like you're, I love just like you telling me, like you saw what I did and you giving me constructive feedback. Uh, but man, Jonah Jamroz, like, dude, you have been an amazing resource. You're a great friend and you are very, very fun to talk to about this kind of stuff because you're just creative and you just have a great personality for it. And even people like Grace and Matt, like everything you guys have done with your personal brands and just learning how to use your cameras, always being there to answer questions and being willing to bestow upon me what it is you do. I have too much resource in front of me not to use it, which is a lesson I hope you take away from today's episode is that all the answers are out there, whatever it is you want to do, but you have to actually use the stuff and do it. And that's what I did. And this summer, I actually invested in two cameras. One was a Sony ZV-E10, but when I purchased it, all cameras were on back order, I guess because of supply chain issues. I never really got a clear answer because of it. And then I also got a Sony ZV-1. What's so great about both of these cameras is, is they were both designed to actually be used for social media content creators. The ZV-1 is actually like the perfect vlogging camera. And whenever you look at my uh, Sony ZV-E10, which is what I shoot a majority of my content with, uh, that camera actually is like inspired by the Sony a6400. Now, for those of you who don't really understand the numbers and the makes and all that kind of stuff, believe you me, I'm still learning. But what stands out to me is that each camera has a different purpose. Some cameras are going to be photo priority. Some are going to be video priority. Some are specifically for people who are working in the social media space. So I thought that these were great starter cameras for me. And so I basically just went around and started trying to shoot content to myself. And what I've noticed is, is just using a camera on yourself can get very, very boring. Just like making a podcast by yourself tends to be a little boring. Some of my favorite episodes are the episodes with Mark and Dino, where they come in and talk to me and they share their perspective. I want to do a whole lot more of that. And as I continue to do this podcast, believe you me, I will, but when I, I, I thought about what was really becoming fulfilling to me, it was when we had a bunch of our Legionnaires come in town uh, in November, and we had a whole lot of people to account for, and it was an awesome weekend where people were really living their best lives. We were going out. We were having a good time. We were eating meals together. We were working out together. I took it upon myself to film and photograph the whole event, 
and it wasn't like I got paid or anything, but it was just like seeing the little moments in front of me that looked quote unquote cinematic. Like it looked like something out of a movie. I learned how to shoot things in quote unquote slow and quick mode, which really did bestow a little bit more feeling and pertinence to them. I, I tried to get angles that weren't just dead on straight angles that were relatively boring. I wanted to hit high angles and low angles to really give the viewer a a piece of like, wow, I, I feel like I'm there and I feel like I have this perspective over the event. And when I was able to just go around and see all these different things that stood out to me in other people's photos that I could capture a semblance of that, it just lit my fire. It was just one of those things that really made me say, dude, you can do this. And that was further accentuated by my friends and family and coworkers that started taking note of what I did. And they started encouraging me to just send it. Well, a big theme of this show is fuck you, send it, especially if you're scared. And I was scared because... When you're surrounded by great people, great and talented people, you're, you're trying to, at one day or another, surpass them in terms of what are the qualities that you really want to be known for. But before you surpass them, you have to learn from them. And I'm not talking about the guys who I mentioned before that. It's just that I want to be the best that I can be. I really do want to be the best that I can be. And sometimes that means being competitive with people. And Again, I am friends with some of the most competitive people in the world. I work under and work for some of the most competitive people in the world. And I've proven not only to them, but to myself that I could rise to those occasions. And so basically over the next few months, you know, that being November, this being January, over the next like three months specifically, I went from shooting content specifically for myself to realizing that giving away content, going out there and capturing moments for people, even doing small projects for people, or even catching them in totally candid moments that they are not expecting, that really set in motion for me that there would be something more for this than just shooting content for Instagram, which is still my favorite thing to do because it's my favorite social media platform. I like using it to market myself, but I also like helping other people. And what I don't want it to do is I don't want this to seem like I'm trying to pass myself off as an expert or something like that. What I really am is I'm a guy with a passion and the model I'm trying to essentially bide myself to is that I want to let my passion be the conduit for profit. Meaning I don't want this to be something where I'm blatantly going out there and flexing on people or immediately starting, you know, the, this, this authority based social media where like, you should come to me for advice. You should come to me for this and that. That's, that's not what it is. It's that I have a passion for it. I like to do it. And a great piece of advice that Dave actually gave me is he goes, you have the potential to turn this into a business, but before you do that, make sure you're doing it because you love it. Because I've seen way too many people get into this with the right intentions, but the minute money became a part of it, they started operating under the wrong intentions. And so with that in mind, I really looked at what it took to establish myself as a business. Now, back in the day, the kind of business I was involved in was definitely illegitimate. It, it was something that as long as you had the startup capital, you know, you could do whatever. The overhead was really just, hey, what was the product you needed? Other than that, it was talking to people and the time meant to facilitate them. Largely, this is kind of the same thing, except with my photography and videography business, the overhead is already accounted for. I have tripods, I have editing equipment, I have multiple lenses, I have multiple filters, I have different cameras. I know how to use both of them pretty proficiently. And even with this podcast, I can contribute to making that thing build. And so 
I started actually writing out the the mission statement uh, in late 2022. And why I started doing that was because I knew that if I was going to actually take this and turn it into something, that I had to put something on paper, something to weigh myself against. And even before I wrote the mission statement, I came up with a name. What I wanted to call it was Paradigm Media Solutions. So before I go through what this mission statement is and why it is what it is, how I came up with the name Paradigm Media Solutions was that I largely, like most of you, for a long time have had the wrong ideas about life. I have been inherently selfish. I have been somebody who has been so self-centered and egotistical in my past, as, as all children are, but some of us keep that childishness, that, that naivete, long into our adult years. And for everything my life has turned into, it came with a mindset shift. And I knew that if I was going to keep this mindset shift a big front-facing part of my brand and who I am, I had to make sure that what I use as an extension of me, as a branch of me, brought that out in other people. And with the solutions part, instead of just like services or photography and videography, that's what I really want to offer to other people, which is that, can I take photos and videos? Yes. Can I edit them? Yes. Can I take direction on a product, have my own creative input and deliver to you exactly what you asked for? Yes. But what I don't want you to think is that whatever it is you're trying to do with photos or videos or media services or social media consulting, which are all things that I'm going to offer. Well, effectively I do offer, I, you know, I have an LLC now. <laughs> I never want you to think that it is just the photo or the video or just some words that I will speak to you that will ultimately get you the result you're looking for. It comes from a mindset shift. For a lot of us, the mindset shift we have to get into, which I also spoke on a couple episodes ago, was that in order to be really happy, in order to really feel successful and fulfilled, and like your decisions are making pertinent ground towards whatever it is you're trying to work towards, business owners and entrepreneurs need to be thinking about not just how do I get paid to do something, most importantly, it's that if I'm going to be successful, how do I solve the most amount of problems for people? How do I teach them something to where maybe at some point they don't even need me? That to me is the ultimate way of offering the best product and service to someone. Now, am I going to bring you the best quality photos and videos I can? Absolutely. Am I going to work tirelessly on the editing to make sure it's exactly what you want? Yeah, that's the most tiring part, believe it or not. But as far as the feedback, as far as what I want to offer to people who I work one-on-one -on -one with, I, you know, I've already worked with someone one-on-one -on -one and he had a whole lot of ideas about what to do with his social media. And some of them were on point and some of them were a few degrees off. And it wasn't just the fact that I was sitting there shooting content for him, but when I started hearing his ideas and I started offering him advices, I saw the wheels begin to turn. It let me know that when you really connect to what people don't know and you illuminate that in a way that is practical, honest, friendly, and just direct to what they care about, that person will want to keep working with you. That person will want to keep working with you. And when I even just think about how cool it will be to offer some mindset shifts to the people who I work with as a coach in my day job, in my nine to five, if you will, not only have I experienced that, but I know how to bring it out in other people. 
And what I really want, even with this mission statement I'm about to read to you guys, is that I don't want this to just be a, you know, hey, I shoot pictures, you get pictures, I get money type thing. I want the person to grow with me. I want them to understand that their vision means the world to me to make it even better than what they want by putting on the touches that they're not even thinking about. So I'm going to read for you guys my mission statement really quick. And with that, I just want you to keep in mind that I wrote this on a random Saturday afternoon. The only person I literally read it to are actually there's two people. One of them's Mark. And then one of them is my significant other. And so I came up with this on a random rainy Saturday afternoon. I think that was the point when I realized like, Hey, I'm actually going to make this a business if I've like come this far with it. Our mission statement is this, why we're here. We believe that everyone has a vision in their head they'd like to bring to life for our businesses, brands, and projects to thrive for those special moments with special people we'd never want to lose and everything in between to be realized. We also recognize that bringing those visions to life can be a journey filled with difficulties and confusions, both technical and personal. Paradigm exists not only to work equipment and capture these moments, but works with you to make sure that they're represented the way you envisioned and together we create and execute a plan to bring that vision to the world both short-term and long-term. Our goal is not to make you a client, but to become friends and eventually family, where everything we do turns into a long-term relationship built on experience and fulfillment. We're here to spark ideas and inspire change. We're here to bring visions to life. We're here to turn problems into opportunities. We're here to impact your perception of what's really possible. And really, we want to open your mind and fulfill your visions. Now, there's a more formal way that that ends. But when someone hears that, I want them to understand that my business doesn't exist to get me paid. My business ex exists to give them value. That's what, that's what I think a lot of people miss out on. And working for someone like Andy, working under Cody and Aaron and Chris Klein and Will... These guys, TJ, I could I could go on and on about the people who I work with, not only at the leadership level at First Form, but even people like my friend Chaz, who I think is one of the best content creators I've ever seen. Also, pound for pound, strongest, scariest dude you'll ever see. But not the point. The point largely is, is that what these guys have taught me, and especially with the books that they have told me to read, is that the value is what someone gets. The price is what they pay, but the value is what someone gets. What little extra mile do you go to make sure that someone's customer experience was not just a customer experience? How, how do you parlay that into making sure that when they come to you or when they, they speak good on your name, that that's an investment? Like that is something where they turn around, they say, man, I regret not one thing. I have nothing but good things to say. Sure, I could critique some things here and there, but he was receptive and he listened and it, it wasn't just a, a product. It wasn't just a service. It was a great relationship too. That is what I'm ultimately trying to get out of this. And as I move forward, I want Paradigm to be a bigger extension of my brand as a whole. I want it to be one of many projects that I ascend to working on. And I want to give you guys a little glimpse of what it is that I want to work on, starting with what's a little bit more pertinent and important to me at this juncture of my career and brand building experience. The first thing I want to do actually is start writing a book. Now, if you've been following me since 2017, you'll remember that I actually created a campaign to do a book once before, but 
the idea of the book was it was going to be personal development, self-help, a lot of the things that I'm way more versed in these days. And I wanted it to be about how me, a guy, had gotten into trouble and graduated college. Then I thought about it and I realized that that book would go nowhere. Because to be completely honest, I was not a stellar student. I didn't do anything with my time in school besides learn some really important life skills. I absolutely repent against the school system indefinitely. Like there's nothing about it that I really appreciate or like or take away from or want to go back to short of just completing what I started by just getting the credits at a community college. Remember, I have three classes left. But I was like, after really getting the support to do it, I realized that I would be lying to people and that ultimately I have a way bigger basis to talk about what I've achieved now, years later, like almost six years later from me talking about that stuff. Now, those same people who might hear this, they'll be like, oh yeah, you know, I've heard this before, but let me, let me just tell you the life experiences that I've really had since talking about making that book back in 2017 is that I've traveled a lot more. I found a career path as a guy with no college degree. I've been able to learn skills and actually gain experience that a lot of people who just have a degree will never, ever be able to speak on. I work for and would like to believe I add value to my role models, the people who I looked up to back in those days. I actually sought them out, found them, created relationships with them, and have taken things away that I think I can bestow to you through my perspective. And beyond that, I've just about reached the point, and I said, I, I said that there was a certain number of income that I wanted to make by the time that I was 30. So I will be turning 30 in just a couple months. I have just about done that. And I think I can surpass that number by the end of 30, as well as get my business off the ground to represent that when you just wait to do good things and you just are patient enough to do them at the right time, you can always get started. But me, a guy who is a convicted felon, college dropout, almost hit Andy Purcello with his car. Yeah, that's right. Again, I said it. Almost hit Andy Purcello with my car. If you, if, you, if you don't know about that story, go back and listen to Three Cheers for Three Years at First Four. It's a great episode. It's one of my favorites I've ever done. It's one of the most wholly positive bucket episodes I've ever done. With all my wealth of experience, which I would believe is a wealth of experience, and my proclivity for communication and my desire to want to offer value, I want a write, I want to write a personal development book that highlights where I originally wanted to start with it and what I actually made happen by doing it the right way. This is not a get-rich-quick book. This is a practical action book. This is going to be something, and again, I haven't even started it yet, but it's what I want to do. And enough people listen to this podcast, I know enough of you are going to ask me about it. I'm not giving you a date where I'm putting it out. I'm not telling you what the title is. I'm just telling you that I'm getting started, and it's something that I want to plant the seed of in your heads so that when it comes out, when I self-publish it, because I'm not going through a publisher, fuck that, I want complete control over this motherfucker. I want you guys to be like, damn, everything he said in that podcast episode was right. And I don't need to be crowdfunded for it. I don't need any of that shit. I would pay for it myself. But of the projects I really want to get into, I want to write a book. I use all those things that my stupid ass English major, which is the least earning potential of any major out there in the college world, short of maybe like gender studies. I want to use the things I learned there with the experience I have had since that original idea to bring y'all a book. I really do want to do that. And outside of that, outside of my business, outside of my career, outside of jujitsu, outside of this podcast, 
something else I'd really like to do is honestly, I'd like to start a YouTube channel at some point. Now I had my reservations about YouTube. It is a very big investment there. As a guy, I coach social media with first form and something I always hear from people, especially people who don't have time to do things is I'm thinking about starting a YouTube channel to which I say, awesome. How are you going to come up with the time for it? And then they say, well, I'll just shoot videos and I'll post them. That's great. But here's the thing. The idea of the YouTube videos that you like to watch, there is a certain quality to those that you inherently are not going to understand how to produce off the front end. And then when you see what investment of time, resources, equipment, agitation, criticism, and the process that YouTube really is, because I've taken a short stab at YouTube and I've studied it pretty much every single day of my life. I'm a student of YouTube before fucking anything else. And I mean that. If it weren't for YouTube, I would not have gotten my fitness down path the way I did, okay? If it weren't for YouTube, I would have never heard of Andy. If it weren't for YouTube, I wouldn't have half of the knowledge that I have these days. I probably wouldn't have made it to first form or gotten in shape or learned anything about how to operate my cameras short of YouTube. So as I am watching, I am paying attention to how these people generate content and how they do it and why they do what they do and why what they do works and why what some people do does not work. Ultimately, it is an investment. But if I'm already making the podcasts, why not just fucking put them on YouTube? Now, I could also do a vlog series. I could do a lot of things with it. But in this case, I want to try to kill two birds with one stone, which is maybe I'll just start offering short form podcasts in the form of like 10 minutes so that my YouTube episodes are at least like 10 minutes. Maybe every long episode I do like this will just also be on camera and just be pretty well produced and be what you would expect from a YouTube series. I really don't know where that one's going to go. It's the one I'm... It's the one I'm least excited for out of those two things I want to do alongside Paradigm, but it's the one I think I am more apt to do because let's face it, I already have the cameras. I already know how to make a YouTube video via editing videos that I already shoot. Like I, I have a wealth of knowledge. I already have the investments. What I want to make sure is I'm, I'm finally getting back on path of the time to do this podcast, but as far as having the time to do all of those things, guys, what you have to realize is that when you decide what's important to you, you have to understand that you're going to be tempted to do other things. Now, in order to build a successful brand, I think you should have multiple streams of value going out that people can get mostly for free and some things should be commodifiable. Now, I don't really sell you anything. You know, you pay me attention. That's the biggest thing that I can ask of you. But when those projects come to fruition, yeah, I'd love your support. But I want you to understand that I'm not just doing these things for me. If anything, I'm doing them for you. The value goes to you. I don't want you to, you know, listen to these 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 podcasts that I put out and think like, oh, you know, he, he's just going to ask us for a bunch of money, you know, or when I put out a YouTube, oh, where's the Patreon account? I know he's going to ask for Patreon money or the book. Well, yeah, go buy my book. Go buy my book. Look, if you want to support those things, once they are a thing, please go support those things. I'm, I'm honestly doing myself a huge disservice by even talking about them on the front end. But what I want all of those projects to be paradigm, the theoretical YouTube channel, the theoretical book, the theories until they're actually done. I want them to lay the blueprint for all of you who come up to me, Murph, how do I get started podcasting? It's easy to get started podcasting. To be committed to podcasting is something that is way fucking harder. Murph, I want to start a YouTube channel. I want to start a YouTube channel. Okay. 
you want to, but are you committed to the process? I even have people that run up to me and say how much better they want to be in sales, but they're scared to fucking sell anything. Okay, sales is really easy, believe it or not. You take the person that's in front of you, you think about what they want, you think about what you can do for them, and you do your best to do it better than anyone else can and so that they want to come back to you. You think about solving their problems, making sure that their time and their resources are well invested, and you stop making it about you and your fucking ego. Okay? I'm not, I'm not Andy as an entrepreneur, okay? He is my mentor. He is my friend. He is my employer. He has way more insight than I do. But the thing I've learned from him most working for him and working under the people who work directly under him is that a lot of things in life are very valuable that are free. There is all kinds of free content out there in the world. But what a lot of people want to do with all of these mediums is they want to jerk themselves off, okay? If you don't have experience, if you don't have insight, if you don't have perspective, if you don't even know how to communicate with people, I very much would rather you go out and learn to do those things the right way so that when you relay your message to people, they actually listen and keep listening. I'm not saying this to crush your dreams. I'm not saying this to be mean. I'm saying this to be honest. Yes, you can do anything you put your fucking mind to, but if you are actually going to go out there and put your fucking mind to something, you got to be okay with it not being good. I look at my photography and my videography when I first started, not good. Now, a little better. I got a long fucking way to go. I got a lot of questions to ask, but I got started and I did it for the right reasons. I started out of passion. Writing, I've always loved writing. Everything about writing actually is my one real talent besides communication which are both things I do in this podcast. Okay, well, I have not written long form in a long time. Can I do it still? Fuck yeah. Do I still need to do it consistently? Yeah. Okay, hold me to my word, but watch the process happen. And with everything else, guys, look, with the paradigm thing, I want to help a lot of people. I want it to be one of the bigger parts of my brand. And I, I, I honestly want to separate it from what I do with first form. Meaning, probably going to create another profile for it. We'll see what happens. But keeping it its own thing, prioritizing on it, thinking about the experience of other people. Hell, I want to travel to do content for people. If, if for any reason you listen to this podcast and you think that I'm the right guy to work with you on your content, shoot me a DM. You know, remember, my, my handle on Instagram is at the daily underscore Murph. That's typically the best way for you to get in contact for me. If you have something you think I could help with, I would love to hear about it. But before I ever accept your money or before I ever agree to a project, I want to make sure that I'm the right person to help you. Because too many times in business do we deal with people who don't have our best interests in mind, who don't stand by their mission statement, who don't operate with any core values, and who are completely self-servient to themselves. That is not me. That is not what we do here. And so I actually now have to get to work. <laughs> it's very different doing a podcast early in the day. Um, I hope you noticed that with the audio here, it sounds way different. I have been tinkering with some new tools, um, and they've actually proven to be very, very effective. But when you get to this point in the podcast, all I ask is that if you've got something out of this, tell somebody, share it on IG, leave me a review or a rating on Spotify, which is where most of my listeners come from, or Apple Podcasts. More than anything else, I want to see this grow. It will help everything that I'm doing grow, and it will help me ultimately give you guys more value more often. But until next time, y'all, I'm out.